Monk Yunro here. Welcome to the Forbidden Rice Podcast. So, thousands of years ago, the early ideas that underpinned Taoism came about from shamans spending time looking at the natural world. When these ideas were codified and structured into that beautiful book, the Tao Te Ching, somewhere in the area of four to 500 B for the Common Era. Taoism became a coherent philosophy. There were other books in the Taoist canon at that time too. And it was just this gorgeous way of understanding how the world worked. It was useful, it was delicious, it was practical. About 100 of the common era, in response to the growing popularity of Buddhism and Confucianism too, the Taoists started to salt their philosophy with myths and legends. In short, they made up stories which accomplished a couple of things. Number one, they made some of the lessons of Taoism easier to understand and share. Number two, they addressed some of that great, deep yearning in the human being that comes from contemplating our own death. The reality that we are born, we get old, we get sick, we die. The loneliness of it. The desire for some sense of something larger, some sense of something that happens after death, and so on. This was not a new urge. This has been with us since we became humans, I'm sure. But the mythology and the stories that were injected into Taoism made a new religion, a Taoist religion, out of a previously more clear and simple philosophy. There is a lot of academic debate about all this and the separation between philosophical and religious Taoism. But for the sake of my point here, Let's just say that when we injected a bunch of stories, we broadened the appeal of Taoist thinking. Now, by the way, I happen to love stories. I love them. I tell them. I hear them. I live them. Stories to me are part and parcel of the way the human brain is wired. Taoist religion is not the only religion uh, to have stories. Every religion has stories, myths, legends, that are form the backbone of a religion's canon. This is true for the Abrahamic faiths, it's true for Buddhism. The problem is that loving story and taking it as literal truth are two different things. Loving story allows you to embrace legends and myths to consider fictional characters, Jesus, Moses, Lao Tzu, who, by the way, I don't believe also was actually a real person, was probably a coffee clatch of guys sitting there coming up with ways to counter the rigid ideas of Confucianism, and then attributing their sayings in the typical Chinese way to an ancestor, in this case the old master, the old boy, which is what Lao Tzu means. 
But we love the legend of Lao Tzu. I have written a book about Lao Tzu in which he, he is featured as a, as a central character. He's delicious. Would I insist to your face that he was a real person? Would I say that he was some kind of deity? And would I cleave to that idea so strongly that I would kill you if you didn't believe it too? Would I judge you on your beliefs? No, I would not. Unfortunately now, in our world, religious literalists, we call them fundamentalists, whether they are radical Islamists or fundamentalist Christians or Jews or Hindus or anyone else, frankly, those people have become so obsessed, so confused between fiction and reality that they have taken a god who dates back to a pantheon of imagined figures as far back maybe as Mesopotamia and Canaan. A god which sat among hundreds of other gods and was then favored by a small group of people who began to say stuff like he's the only god, he's the chief god, he's the CEO. <laughs> and they, they, they became so obsessed with it that now, thousands of years later, people are blowing up school buses full of children, going into nightclubs and shooting people dead, and blowing airplanes out of the sky because they like their stories so much. This is politically incorrect stuff because the liberal left is worried about what people should and can, can and cannot believe and worried about trampling on anybody's rights to believe what they want. And of course, if you want to believe that there's somebody sitting in the clouds with a long beard looking at you and telling you what to do, that's your prerogative. What is not your prerogative is to hate people who don't believe what you do and kill them. This fundamentalist manifestation of religion, which is tearing our world asunder, can be seen from a deep ecology or Taoist point of view as an earth out of balance trying to right itself by ridding the world of the one species that is growing like a cancer and destroying the planet, and that sadly is us. Anything that results in a lot of human beings dying can be seen through this lens of disharmony and a need to come back to equilibrium. As the universe, Tao, or the Earth defending itself as a superorganism against things like fracking, which are breaking its bones, poison and toxins that are taking the rivers and the oceans and turning them into poisonous wells and all the other terrible things that we do to the planet and to each other. So next time you think about your beliefs so literally, stuff that we human beings have made up, our gods, our prophets, all that stuff that we make up, our fictional characters, ask yourself if you're willing to kill and die and see the earth destroyed for a story made up by people? I hope the answer is no. And I hope you will spread this way of looking at things and this straight talk about religion.
which can be a beautiful, wonderful thing when it is seen as a human creation that helps us treat each other better and nothing more. Thanks for joining me for this latest installment of the Forbidden Rice podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. For more, to go deeper into my world, my books, my speaking, my teaching, and to sign up for my newsletter, visit monkyunro.com.